There's a word from the Lord this morning as we continue the series of messages that God has given us. We began at the beginning of this year with our theme, faith, family, and community. We said to you that the first third of the year, the first four months of this year, God has instructed us to preach and to teach on faith. We've chosen for a series, Faith Matters. This is the fourth message of this series. Our text this morning is found in the book of Daniel chapter 3, verses 16 through verse 18, reading from the New Living Translation, a very familiar reference of scripture. Someone perhaps says every year, the preacher preaches about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego unapologetically, yes, amen. Uh, we do, and because it is a message uh, that is worth hearing about. Uh, Daniel chapter 3, verses 16 through verse 18, the New Living Translation. The series is entitled Faith Matters. This is sermon number four, verse 16 of the third chapter book of Daniel. And it reads, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve, is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. Verse 18, but even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. And we ask God's blessings on the hearing and the reading of his word. For the next few moments, I want to speak to you from the subject, faith to do the right thing. Faith to do the right thing. The series is entitled Faith matters. Today's message is entitled Faith to Do the Right Thing. Listen, one of the challenges that many are faced with in today's society is how to resist the temptation to do what they see others do when they know it is not the right thing. I want to say that again. One of the many challenges that we all are faced with is how to resist the temptation to do what we see others doing when we know it is not the right thing. Listen, my brothers and sisters, when we refer to doing the right thing, 
We are not speaking of being perfect. The truth of the matter is no one is perfect. Please don't ever forget that. To those of you that are so self-righteous, those of you that are so judgmental, let me remind you that God knows your downsettings and your uprisings. God knows your thoughts even from afar off. No one is perfect. But when we say faith to do the right thing, we are referring to doing your best to live a life that is pleasing to God, regardless of what others may be doing. Listen, I want to say that again. Doing your best to live a life that is not pleasing to the pastor or the church, to anyone else, but pleasing to God, regardless of what you may witness others doing. Doing the right thing, particularly when public sentiment seems to suggest otherwise, has never been easy regardless of one's age. Doing the right thing has always been a challenge for all age groups. However, it is perhaps even more challenging for young people. And as I sit here this morning with these wonderful young people that I am so godly proud of, I know how challenging it is. I know it is not easy for you. Uh, when you are faced with enormous social and peer pressure to do otherwise. I know perhaps some of you would say now is not a good time for me to stand up and do what's right. I, I, I'll wait a little longer. But I'll leave you with a quote from the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who's quoted as saying, the time is always right to do the right thing. Don't let anybody tell you that now is not a good time, that I'll get it right later. Dr. King says, the time is always right to do the right thing. Thing. On your job, in your classroom, wherever you are, it is always a great time to do the right thing. Listen, one of my favorite religious and spiritual authors uh, is the renowned author C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis writes this, and I quote, Integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. That's what doing the right thing is not doing it in church. It is not doing it so others can pat you on the back. It is not doing it so the world can see you. But true integrity is doing the right thing even when you know no one is watching. Because listen, God is watching. God is always watching. 
For me, it became a lot easier to do the right thing when my faith was strong. I just want to personalize this a lot, if you allow me. Uh, as I was developing, as I was coming along, as I was building a career and a life and raising a family, being a young person coming up, uh, it became a lot easier to do the right thing, young people, when my faith was strong. Much more so than when my faith was shaky. And I'm here to tell you, there have been times in my life in which my faith was shaky. <laughs> the times in my life in which my faith was not where it should have been. During those times in my life, it became more difficult. I struggled more. It seems as if I, I, I had a greater obstacles to overcome because my faith was shaky. I, I wasn't rooted and grounded in who I knew God was and who I was uh, to the kingdom of God. It, but when my faith was strong, <laughs> uh, when I stood up, and say, for God I live, and for God I die. Uh, it, it became a lot easier to do the right thing. And listen, it was my faith that played a major role in some of the most important and crucial transitional moments of my life. I don't want you to miss this. It was... I just want to testify. It was my faith. When I, when I look back over my life and, 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 and I hope I can help so many of our wonderful young people who are going through so much. Uh, when I look back over through my life, there are so many times in my life in which I made mistakes. And now that I look back, I realize my faith was shaky. Ah, but when I look back over those transitional moments in my life that I came through, that I overcame, that I became stronger. It was because my faith was rooted and grounded. When I got to the point in my life in which I lived for God and not my friends, when I got to the point in my life that I cared more about being godly than popular, when I got to the point in my life that I wanted to live righteously more so than live a life of popularity. Then I realized that I could overcome transitional moments in my life, losing a job, getting knocked down, health challenges. All of those things became manageable because my faith was rooted and grounded in the Lord. My hope is built on nothing less but Jesus Christ and his righteousness on Christ, the solid rock I stand. No other ground or sinking sand. Somebody ought to give God a hand of praise right now just for your faith. Come on, take a moment right now. Come on, take, take a moment and just clap those hands and tell God I thank you. Because when your faith is strong, you can make it through most of your transitional moments. Listen, my brothers and sisters, we all will have transitional moments in our life. Time is filled with swift transitions. 
We all are going to go through things in our lives in which we're going to have transitions. The enemy is going to come and test our faith. Uh, but when you know and you know and you know that you know that God is on your side, I'm here to tell you, you can make it. <laughs> here to tell somebody, you can make it. Listen, as we look at the text, as we turn to our text, let us examine in our text the testimony of three incredible young people. Three incredible young men. I said at the beginning of this message that I unapologetically try to preach from this text at least once every year. These three incredible young men who had the faith to do the right thing during a very crucial transitional moment in their lives. Look at the testimony. I know many of us are familiar with this story even as a child in Sunday school. But dig a little deeper this morning and go with me as we look at this incredible testimony. These three young men, known in biblical scholarship as the Hebrew boys, they were forcefully taken from their homeland of Judah to be servants in a strange land called Babylon. Now, imagine, if you will, being in a strange place with enemies all around you in a strange land. So much so that some of their colleagues, some of the young people perhaps who were with them, at one point got a little spiritually depressed. If you get a chance, go back and read Psalms 137. And in that Psalms, you would see uh, the psalmist right there by the rivers of Babylon. We hung our harps, we hung our musical instruments, praise team, on the willow trees. And those who carried us away in captivity, they required of us or they asked of us, can you sing us the songs of Zion? And they responded, how can we sing the Lord's song in a pagan land or in a strange land? In other words, they were depressed uh, because things were not going their way. Uh, they felt down because they were in a strange place. And they took what they were called to do, which was to worship and play musical instruments, and decided to give up on their anointing. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? But thanks be to God, like Jeremiah said, when you think about giving up, you ought to think about how good God has been to you. Think about how far God has brought you from. And Jeremiah said it was like fire shut up in my bone. Anybody can praise God when things go your way. Anybody can praise God when things happen the way you desire. But can you give God a praise when you're in a strange place? Can you give God your best praise on your worst days? Somebody take about 10, 20 seconds right now. Come on. Come on. 
Come on, man, help me praise God. Somebody help me praise him. Somebody praise God. Ah, come on and praise him. See, listen, our text tells us that these three young men were told to do something that went against the basic foundation of their faith. Please don't miss this. Uh, the basic foundation of their faith is found in Exodus chapter 20 uh, when God says to Moses, to the children of Israel, thou shalt not worship any idol gods. Uh, you must not have any other god but me. Ooh, that was the basic foundation of their faith. An idol is just not a golden calf. But an idol is anything you put before God. An idol can be your career. An idol can be your social group. An idol can be whatever it is you put before God. Uh, God says the foundation of our faith is that we should have nothing or no one to be before God. They knew even as young people that we are only to worship the Lord our God and no other God. But here they are in a strange place. Here they are in a strange land. Isn't it so easy to think that you can, you can vary from what you know is the right thing to do uh, if you're in a strange place or if you're in a different place? But they hold, but they held on to their faith. Listen, their punishment, you know the story, but their punishment for disobeying the king's order would be execution by being thrown into a burning, fiery furnace. If you don't do this, we're going to take your life and we're going to throw you into a burning, fiery furnace. So knowing what the punishment is, we'll give you another chance to reconsider your position. <laughs> how many of you changed your mind when you couldn't take the heat? How, how many of you decided, I can't walk with God when it gets too hard? I can't walk with God when things become difficult. But not these three incredible young men. Knowing this, these three young men still decided to do what they knew was the right thing and not bow. Uh, how, how many today will not bow? Is there somebody to say, I will not bow? I don't care if they all do it on the job, I will not bow. I don't care if I see everybody else doing it, I will not Bow. They stood tall in the midst of adversity. They had the faith not only to do the right thing, but listen to this. They had the faith to believe that God was able to deliver them. Woo! Is there anybody under the sound of my voice know that God is able to deliver you? 
Listen to what they said in verse 17 of the text. In verse 17 of the text, they said this, If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. Oh, but I like the last sentence. They said, He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. One way or the other, we're going to be in God's hands. Is there anybody know that God is able? Take a minute right now and say, God is able. Come on, take a minute and send somebody a message right now and tell them God is able. Think of a young person you want to encourage and send them a message and say, God is able. I don't care what you're going through. Young people behind me, God is able able i know it's not easy but i'm here to tell you the god we serve god is able somebody help me praise god someone help me praise god yes he is yes he is listen 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 we're told in the text uh that they were thrown into the blazing furnace and that God, don't miss this, and God did just what they believed that he was able to do. Can I say this again? God will do just what you are able to believe that God will do. Oh, I, I don't want you to miss it. I want to say it again. God will do what you are able to believe that God will do. If you believe he's a healer, he'll, he'll, God will heal you. If you believe he is a deliverer, God will bring you through. If you believe that God is a heart fixer, God will put it back together again. Somebody say, yes, he will. Somebody say, yes, he will. Uh, listen what happened. God delivered them out of the fire. But before, <laughs> I want to tell you something. Before God brought them out, God got in with them. <laughs> Ooh, uh, don't miss it, don't miss it. Uh, they said, we put in three, but we see four walking around loose in the fire. And the fourth one looks like the Son of God. I'm here to tell you that before God brings you out, God will get in there with you. God will walk with you. God will talk with you. Anybody know that God has been in the fire with you? Somebody give God your best praise. Can we put a praise on the fact that God will get in the fire? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? God got in the fire with him. And the Bible says they were unharmed. Uh, they were not touched. They were delivered out of the fire without harm or danger. God will do it. Now here's, here's the end of this story. See the story, if the story would have ended with deliverance, Young people, that would have been enough to praise God. But I'm here to tell you, that's not how 
the story ends. <laughs> Not only will God deliver you, but when he delivers you, God will promote you. <laughs> uh, verse 30 of the text says, when they were delivered, King uh, promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This same king who put them in the fire promoted them when they were delivered from the fire. Somebody give God your best praise. Somebody begin to thank God. I'm here to tell you your promotion is on its way. Can I speak to somebody this morning and say your promotion is on its way. When you come through this, there's a promotion waiting for you. Anybody know that God will elevate you? God will bless you. God will promote you. Ah, give God your best praise. Begin to thank him. Tell him thank you. Woo. Listen, imagine this with me. Not only were they not destroyed, but they were promoted by God. Woo, get ready. Somebody say, get ready. Get ready. God's got something. When you come out of this, God's got a blessing with your name on it. Some of you are going to be promoted and folk are going to ask you, how did you ever get that? It was because you had the faith to do the right thing. Listen, there are three key takeaways from this incredible testimony of these three remarkable young men that we would like to conclude today's message with. Three key takeaways, three key insights that we want you to have today as you think about this message. As we prepare to conclude today's message, first insight that I want you to have, the first takeaway from this message is this. In life, there will always be challenges to do the right thing. No one gets a pass. Can I say that again? No one gets a pass. You may be 80, but you don't get a pass. <laughs> you may have been saved for 20 years, but you will not get a pass. Young people, you are anointed and gifted and faithful, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you'll get a pass, okay? We all are still challenged every day to do the right thing. What concerns me so much is how sometimes people get wrapped in self-pity and they start having their own spiritual pity parties and they go, I'm going through so much. I'm going through more than most people ever. No, you're not. Everybody, a man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. Every morning you wake up, you are challenged to do the right thing. It is no excuse to say it was hard. Listen, I have no sympathy on anyone who said, Pastor Jackson, I tried, but it was hard. Life is hard. Everybody in life who tries to live godly goes through something. We all are challenged. No one 
gets a pass. Second key insight, the second key takeaway from today's message is this. It takes faith in who we are and whose we are to go against public sentiment and do the right thing. Listen, leave that right there on that board because I want you to see this. It takes faith in who you are. These three incredible young men knew that they were children of the Most High God. And they knew the God that they served was able. Whose you are? I belong to God. When you know who you are and whose you are, you don't have to be one in the crowd. You can have the faith to stand up and to stand out and do the right thing. It takes faith. Faith matters in doing the right thing. In fact, I'm convinced that without faith, you would never be able to do the right thing. If you're struggling today, if you are wondering, how can I do what is right? Check out your faith. Uh, do a faith test and say, Lord, do I have the faith to stand up even in the midst of adversity? And here's the third and the final one as we conclude this message and prepare for the altar. Here's the third and the final insight. Third and the final takeaway. The Lord will reward those who do the right thing. I'm here to tell you that God will reward those who do the right thing. These three young men were not only delivered, but they were promoted after they were delivered. <laughs> Promotions do not come from the east or the west. Promotions do not, become, do not come because you network with the right people. Promotions come from the Lord. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. The New Living Translation says, So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up if you can hold on if you can go through it God will not only bring you out but God will elevate you God will promote you there's a blessing with your name on it when you stand up and do the right thing listen it is not my job to condemn you to hell or to place you in heaven but it is my job every week to challenge you to walk by faith and not by how you feel, what you're going through. 
Because the God we serve is able. <laughs> Why do I feel comfortable doing the right thing? Pastor Mac, Pastor Antoine. Why do I feel comfortable young people doing the right thing? It's because the God I serve, I know he's able. There's some young people sitting behind me uh, and I know it's not easy, but I'm here to tell you when you walk with God and you do what's right, watch God bless you. Watch God elevate you. Watch God make things right in your life. Faith to do the right thing. My question to you today is that do you have the faith? Do you have the faith to do the right thing? Listen to the words of Darren Hobbs, Dietrich Hatton, and this wonderful song that we've chosen for our altar uh, experience this morning. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all you could ask or think. According to the power that works in you. Ooh, you have the power in you to do the right thing. I like these words that says, God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's going to fulfill every promise to you. Young people, hear me. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you he's able wherever you are right now join us stop wherever you are right now and maybe some of you are struggling maybe you're going through some very difficult times in your life I'm here to tell you that the God we serve is able when you do right God will step in right on time Come on, join us right now as our chosen generation bless us for Exceedingly, abundantly, above all, all you could ask or think, according to
to the words of these three young men in verse 18 that last clause in verse 18 they said we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue that you have set up king it doesn't matter what you do to us we will never turn our backs on our God because we know that God is able. We all are challenged. Every morning you wake up, your faith is put to a challenge. So second key takeaway, key insight in this message said it takes faith in who we are and whose we are to go against public sentiment and to do the right thing. Let me tell you this. Third and the final key insight says God will reward those who do the right thing. Let us not be weary. Let us not get tired of doing what's right. For at the right time you shall reap a harvest of blessings if you faint not. Uh, every morning you wake up it's a struggle but say Lord I want faith to do the right thing I'm here to tell you that faith matters in doing the right thing without faith it's hard it is nearly impossible in fact the 6th verse of the 11th chapter of Hebrews says it is impossible to please God without faith. I know you want to do the right thing. I know that many times we struggle to do the right thing. But I'm here to tell you, stretch out on faith and know that God is able. There is a contact number on the screen. Uh, call us. Someone is standing by to pray with you and to pray for you right now listen if you are looking for a spiritual covering if you are looking for someone to stay in touch with you someone that you can pick up the call, phone and call or uh, when you're just going through something wherever you may be listen the universe is our sanctuary it doesn't matter where you live 
just call that number right now. Amen. We look forward to joining and touching and agreeing with you virtually by faith and declaring that God is able. Come on, a little bit more before we pray. He's able. Close those eyes right now. <laughs> Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for this service. We thank you for this rhema right now word. We thank you for challenging us through this message to have the faith to do the right thing. Help us, Lord, to be able to resist the peer pressure, the social pressure. Help us to be able to stand up even if we have to stand alone to declare that the God we serve is able. Lord, we pray for those right now whose faith perhaps is wavering. I pray for those who are perhaps as I was at a time in my life in which my faith was shaking and I struggled to do the right thing. But help us uh, to be reminded that our faith can be on solid ground. And when our faith is on solid ground, Lord, we will do what's right. We touch and agree with young people. We touch and agree with all age groups, no matter who they are or what they're going through, to be reminded that the God they serve is able to keep them, to protect them. God is able to deliver them. And yes, as he did for these three incredible young men, God is able to promote them or to elevate them when they are delivered. This is our prayer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And wherever you are, amen. Just tell God amen. Come on, call that number on the screen. Get in touch with us. Send us a prayer request wherever you are right now. Amen. If you don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, if you struggle to make it every day, perhaps your faith is a little shaky, call someone right now. We want to pray with you. We want to become your faith partners. Listen, before the benediction, before the praise team takes us out, I want to thank all of you that have been such faithful participants in our vision offering of 2022. God is doing some remarkable things. 
There are three projects that we hope to break ground on uh, within the next several months. Yes, three projects that will be under construction at the same time. One of those projects that we are most proud of is our children's and youth zone. <laughs> there is a picture of it on the screen. Uh, it is a multi-million dollar project that God has blessed us to be able to do. And we would do it because of your faithfulness. We would do it because you have set aside every week to sow into the kingdom $7. Here's what I want you to do. I need you to call someone else and challenge them to go with you uh, with that commitment. To text to give, to give. I have challenged someone else to give with you $7 into the kingdom. A very special thank you to all of those that are living in places other than South Carolina and other than Columbia who have sown seeds into this ministry. Thank you for your faithfulness. We have been able to do something incredible. And listen, to this day, every dollar we've taken up in 2021, we still have ready to pour into this project. Not one dime, not one dollar will ever be spent on anything other than the vision projects that we've told you. None for salary, none to pay light bills, all of them sowing into the future. Thank you right now because we tell you, as the praise team has said, God is able. Thank you for blessing God and know that God is able. Come on and worship with us as we prepare for the benediction. for the benediction we invite you to join us on Tuesday night as we continue our faith matter Bible study a study of the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews join us on Tuesday night for less than an hour uh, we will share with you what God has given us from the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews now as we look to the Lord. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, may God bless you, may God cover you and your family, may God continue to walk with you, and may your faith remain strong as you continue to do the right thing. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everyone who loves the Lord said, Amen. Amen. He's able. Yes, yes, he is. Yeah. We say he's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able.